2: Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings 2021, week three, best bets, the gold, the silver, the bronze, the gold picks, fantastic, the rest of my picks, horrible, however, I do need to let you know to smash the like button to the video, subscribe to Mayo Media Network, tell your friends about this show, it's a brand new show on Mayo Media Network in the Pat Mayo Experience rotation and reviews. Off the chart so far, good for this. In the comment section, give me your gold, silver, and bronze plays. I know I typed it as sliver in the column last week, but now yeah, I've changed it already. It's back to silver picks. The sliver picks, they're gone. The silver picks, they're coming back in. Rob Pozzola and Cam Stewart are on the line with us right now. Cam Stewart is 6-0. To start oh. the year.
3: <laughs> <laughs> now you know Armageddon's coming, Pat. Uh-oh, you better go to the grocery store and stock up in your uh, danger cellar there. Warning, warning. I don't know, Pozzola, if we could go all the way, buddy, what, what the million bucks? Like, what are we going to do here? Let's go. Perfect, well, baby.
1: It should be worth a lot more than a million, 54-0. But, I mean, <laughs> it's that, that's happening. your pace right now. You're on pace for 54-0 <laughs> through 18 weeks of the year. So, uh, it can't get much better than that.
2: Yeah, Pazola and I have been struggling with the silver picks. We are uh, both 0-2 in the silver category, but he's 2-0 in bronze. I'm 0-2 in bronze. I've only got gold picks right so far. That's what happens, Cam, when Daryl Henderson is just going to smash his rushing prop. No problem. Then he gets hurt with one yard to go.
3: Yeah, it happens. Pat, what about all these people in their uh, fantasy leagues with Christian McCaffrey? That's going to be a lot of fun. Hey, welcome to fantasy football and DFS, baby. That's why usually, like, I play that stuff, but I stick to betting. I I just don't, like, there's too much volatility I find with players and stuff getting hurt in single games. So, hey, it can happen in a regular game, but I got a lot of games to choose from. And uh, Pozzola knows I'm old school. I'm kind of like a dinosaur of the gambling industry. I just kind of like, I bet sides, even less totals, and whatever happens is going to happen. But let's keep the train rolling.
2: Rob, uh, I got a text from Cuss last night about, I want to say, three minutes before McCaffrey got hurt. And all it said was, you know, no one, Christian McCaffrey is so good. Even the people that malign everyone else for taking running backs in the first round, just never bring it up to him. And then he's just walking off to the sidelines.
1: (laughs) I mean, the guy is the ultimate Bush. I've really never seen anything like it before in my life. Oh, it's real,
3: Pizzola. It's real.
1: Everyone has that one person, like that one friend, that is kind of like Cust, but Cust takes it to like the hundredth degree. Like it's, I've I've never seen somebody who has this power just to to affect the outcomes of everything on just like one simple text message or a group chat or anything like that. And it's really unbelievable. But um, I mean, when you've seen it so many times over the course of your lifetime, you just really got to You really start to wonder if the guy does have some sort of magical powers.
2: Well, he does. He has the curse. Until he believes in that curse, I don't think it's going anywhere.
3: He's blockable soon. Like, I don't know if everybody else could look at the message, but I can't see this guy on a Sunday in golf or a big money play. And, oh, here comes Cust. Everything he says. Yeah, look at the Jets start. Like, you said it, man. Like, I've never met. I know mushes, and I know guys, like, they can't win. This guy takes it up new levels. He does have a problem. Like he has a real problem, Pat. You got to get him involved. Like I know he's a. Oh, 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 this is just fun and game. No, don't text important things on, on important dates, especially when guys like us have money on it. It needs to stop.
1: I've been out with Cam at, at bars before where like somebody will, will say something. and can be like, you know, settle down here. Game's not <laughs> over yet. Like, let's calm down or oh. like it, it, we're, we're in the COVID situation now, pandemic. It's lucky we don't see each other because Cam would actually murder Cust in some of these situations for for mushing sides of bets that he's on. I like
3: him too, Pozzola. But like, please stop. Like as a public service to gamblers, just stop.
2: Well, I always, t- I, I always get it on Sundays during golf because new people will come in throughout the course of the year. New yeah. people are starting to bet golf and they're, they're like victory lapping, like this two shot lead with five holes to go. It's like, <laughs> no, 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 D- don't, don't be doing this. Like this is the worst possible thing that could happen right now. Like I've been down this road far too many times to watch it blow up my face. And for like five straight weeks, Kim, we were like all on the same guys for like five straight weeks. It happened. We had the leader. Yep like four holes to go and then no loss <laughs>
3: <laughs> what do you say to him pat like you get mad you handle it well right like obviously he's not god or gambler or but but i don't know what what's going on with this guy like i just i've never seen no like pozola we know a million guys in this industry too like we've worked with mushes. Guys who come in with a wet paper sack of money, you know, it's going to Johnny Knuckles, waiting in his Cadillac down there. 20-point leads gone in the fourth quarter. But cuss his success rate of mush is something that's out of control. It's professional status. It's the best.
1: Yeah, that's one of those things. Like, it's not just one of those where we're, we're cherry-picking a few comments here and there and saying, oh, you know, he mushed them, and then there's 9 out of 10 where and nothing happens. This is just like a, a consistent trend of somehow <laughs> being able to alter the future in some way i don't know he's it's uh one of a kind like I, i've seen the youtube comments for our show last week and people are like oh like we need to get cussed involved in some capacity in the show and i'm like I, I don't want me and cam's careers to go downhill either like let's just like keep him separate yeah, away from me yes. Cust can, can yes he can ruin he, jeff
3: yes. feinberg's he'll, career feel but- shampoo do whatever the hell you want cuss just don't come into our show right now i'm six and on oh, and when you're gonna start i'm never gonna win another game for the rest of my life so stay away
2: Let's get into the gold picks for the week. I'll start. I gave this one out on the spread picture, which you can still go watch to hear how Castillo shampoo bad shampoo it's just really weird stuff I suggest you go check it out that's when the show really elevated itself up a little bit I love the Seahawks this week um minus two on the road it's been wavering that's at DraftKings Sportsbook right now it's been wavering between one and a half minus two keeps switching back and forth I grabbed it at minus one and a half minus 110 this like I said in week one when they played the Colts this is my favorite spot for the Seahawks where they are getting less than a touchdown on the road where Cam, as you've pointed out, they just tend to play a lot better. They can actually close games out on the road and they don't need to win by much. Russell Wilson is seven and zero head to head with Kirk cousins in his career already. And the Vikings can't block. Yes. They can score points. That's, they can do. So can the Seahawks. But at least the Seahawks can block a little bit. There is no blocking whatsoever on the Minnesota side of the ball right now. And I don't even know if Dalvin Cook's going to play. And if he plays, I can't imagine he's going to be close to 100% after leaving the game three times last week.
3: I love it, Pat. And I'm going to tell you something. Gone are the days. We've been gambling for a long time. Seattle used to be home of the 12th man. They were a lock at home. One of the best bets in football. Everything over the past couple of years has changed. You take them early in East Coast games in situations like this. They murdered Tennessee week one. What happened last week? We all had it. Tennessee plus the points, Seattle at home, they blow that 15-point lead. I'm with you, Pat. I think Seattle goes in there, wins this game by 10 points. I like it. I like the Seahawks a lot, too. Um, I'm not sure exactly if it's going to make the podium, but I'm down with the Seahawks getting things done in Minnesota. I think the Vikings are not a very good football team.
2: Rob, the analytics community seems to like Minnesota a little bit in this spot I've seen. I just don't trust them. I think they're going to blow it. If they have a chance to win, they will blow it. Yeah, I
1: think the analytics community just in general is a little bit higher on Kirk Cousins than maybe the average general football fan would be. And I would agree with that. I think Cousins is better than we give him credit for being. And a lot of times he just shits the bed in some big spots and we we tend to focus on that. I guess maybe similar to Tony Romo when he was a pro as well. But personally, I lean Seahawks in this game as well. So we'll make it a clean sweep, at least on the on the leans. And I look at this year... Both these teams have faced a similar schedule in terms of strength of schedule going into the year. Uh, and the Seahawks numbers offensively and defensively, both in terms of EPA per play and success rate are better than that of the Vikings. So I think the Seahawks are a marginally better team. I think a lot of people are putting stock into Minnesota needing this game, quote unquote, needing this game because they started 0 and two could easily have been 2 and Oh, ended up having both of those games slip away. But I mean, Minnesota, yes, they need this game. Does that mean Seattle's just going to roll over and let them win this game? I don't understand people who put stock into that type of stuff, saying, like, this is a must-win type of situation. Zimmer's job is on the line and whatever. Uh, I don't buy into any of those narratives. I think Seattle's just a better football team than Minnesota right now, uh, and I agree. I think this is a bit of a short price.
2: All right, Rob, gold pick. You're 2-0. We're all 2-0 and on the gold pick, so Seattle, that's free money. What's your free money?
1: Uh, I don't. I don't want to go with free money. Everyone bet responsibly.
3: Yep. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> this guy's a public service announcer. I love you, Pazzoli. You're the best. Actually, That's I should it. do that a lot more and say things like that on the show. But I tell them, no. Actually, go to the bank, remortgage your house. Don't worry, we can work. We can work it out. Bet well, more.
2: Well, when I mean. You, when okay. you st- I was gonna say, not many people uh, forget to, that they put an extra zero on the end of their parlays, though, Cam.
3: Yes, 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 right. Patrick. I, I am a complete stooge. Got to check. Hey, when you're doing shows and gambling a lot too, check your work. It's uh, yeah, it can get dangerous.
1: I mean, you have to confirm the wager. Like you put in the amount, you hit enter. I wasn't
3: even paying attention, Pizzola. It's as usual, like Gabe was talking to me. And I, actually, I got to be honest with you, I wasn't even listening to our guests because I had so many live baseball bets going. <laughs> so, and, and they were going great. So I just started doing some other stuff. And hey, that's what you get. Uh, you you got to pay attention. I was sleeping at the wheel.
1: I mean, everyone makes mistakes. That's a yeah. tough one to make just because of the, the yeah. like having to click confirm.
3: Yes, pissing away $500 is never a lot of fun. But anyway, we'll move on. We're going to hit more winners, so we're not going to worry about it. it Right, Patrick?
2: All right. I'm I'm (laughs) good with that. Yes.
1: Uh, Let's hope this one's a winner. I'm going with uh, with the Chicago Bears, 7.5 as my gold play this week against Cleveland. Uh, I have some concerns with the Browns just in general, especially with the state of their offensive line. This week, Uh, you look at J.C. Treader, Jedrick Wills, neither of them has been practicing. Don't know if they're going to play. They lose Jarvis Landry. Maybe they get Odell Beckham back, but in in what capacity, considering uh, he's been kind of limited in practice as well. Um, So I just don't think that this is the same Browns offense as old that we're used to laying these types of numbers with. And on the other side of things, how do I not upgrade the Bears with Justin Fields at quarterback over Andy Dalton?
3: I disagree with that, Pozzola. Big time. If you watch that game, and I watched every snap, the Bears were my gold play last week. I don't think Fields played well at all. He was horrible. He let that when Dalton was doing. I know he's dinking and dunking, but he put them – he put them in good spots. They were leading 7 nothing. Fields almost pissed away a huge lead as the Bears' defense scored a defensive touchdown. I'm going to tell you, I still have issues. Eventually, he will be a better quarterback. He's way better with his legs, but he's got a lot of work to do, Rob. I watched that game. Trust me, it got scary at the end. The Bears were in total control of that game. Fields came in, and the nightmare started.
1: Yes, I mean, so Fields threw the really bad pick. He also had a touchdown that was dropped. Those was right in the that's hand true. of one of his receivers as well. That's, so I think it, th- here's the thing. When, when I'm taking a big underdog, Uh, Like the Justin Fields variance works in your favor. Like when you get Andy Dalton, you know that the guy's going to dink and dunk his way down the field. Maybe the Bears are going to score 14 points and you're going to have to pray that their defense is going to hold up. It's like kind of like how they faced the Rams in week one in the same type of spot. With Fields, he's got the legs like it, all of a sudden the other team goes ahead. He, he can kind of beat you in so many different ways and we don't know what Fields is going to be, but I think the ceiling for him is just so much higher than that of Dalton that I upgrade the Bears uh, so much for being in this situation. Yes, I agree. Like rookie quarterbacks, especially look at the cream of the, cream of the crop this year and what they've done. It's been pretty awful. I mean, Zach Wilson has stunk. Um, I, I would say Mac Jones has been fine. But aside from that, we really haven't gotten great rookie quarterback play. Davis Mills last night, woof, that was like watching a guy throwing into 40 mile an hour wins and there were no wins last night because he's got no arm strength. But uh, personally, I can't get to this number here. Um, again, I'll upgrade the Bears. I think that Fields is way more dynamic. These types of quarterbacks tend to historically uh, pose other defenses a big problem, especially in their first career starts. Uh, I think this is a great spot for them. So I'm, I'm taking the Bears seven and a half as my goal.
2: Cam?
3: Listen to this one, guys. We like to be bold on the show, and this is the way we're going to go. We're going to take a tough game and make it our gold. I like the L.A. Rams as my gold pick this week. The line movement, too. They've turned from favorites to dogs. And let's be honest, Pizzola, Hey, Pat, we watched this game last week. We watched, and the Atlanta Falcons were covering comfortably against these guys. Old man Ryan, you want to talk about a problem? Two pick sixes to the same damn guy at the end of the game. Atlanta should have covered for fun in that game. First week, the Dallas Cowboys should have beat Tampa Bay. Everyone's talking, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay. Sure, Tom Brady throws for ti- five touchdowns. What the hell's that defense doing? A whole lot of nothing. That's why I'm taking the Rams. I think the Rams win this game by six points. What are we getting, Pat? One and a half? I'm taking it. Outright, Rams, let's rock, let's go. Give Brady his first loss of the year. Give me the Rams.
2: I think this game. I mean, obviously, if it gets to two, I think that's probably where it's going to end up. If I, Pizzola, do you think that people are actually like betting a bunch on Tampa Bay because these are two teams that like the public loves to bet on in their current iterations with what's going on? And the Rams are at home. I feel like they're going to get steamed late by the public, especially if Antonio Brown ends up being out with the COVID issues.
1: Uh, no idea of where the public will bet this game. I think there's decent arguments to be made for both teams. I do think that the number is going to continue to climb personally, just based on what I've seen so far this week. And um, some, some action into some sharper accounts like the bucks quite a bit. So, I, I mean, I, this could go either way. I get camps points about the bucks in general. And I don't think that they've looked particularly good this season. I still think they're far and away the best team in the NFC. Uh, and personally, I have some major concerns about the Rams Uh, This is just on my end going into the year. I I wasn't really buying the Rams defense. I think if you look at them last season, they played a very easy strength of schedule in terms of opposing quarterbacks. They lose their defensive coordinator, Brandon Staley uh, in the off season. And honestly, I look at what they've done so far this season, the bears with Andy Dalton drove into the Rams side of the field on every single possession they had in that game. And that was with Dalton doing nothing downfield last week, Carson Wentz with, I don't know one bad ankle, two bad ankles. I don't even know what was going on. Um, He drove the ball pretty well on them. And then they just couldn't capitalize inside the 10 yard line. Basically. I don't really see the Rams stopping the bucks offense. And then it becomes a matter of can the Rams keep pace? Yes, probably. But I'm just like, I have more faith in the bucks defense. I know they've struggled so far this year, but in terms of their personnel to be able to stop the Rams overall. So Um, I, I like Tampa in this matchup. Um, I, I mean, and the last thing I'll say, this is obviously like, it's kind of beating a dead horse at this point, but Tom Brady, 303, 330 career starts. The guys covered 196 games. It's almost a 60% win rate. I just, I'm kind of done with betting against Brady in life. Like I, I was that guy for the first decade of his career was just like, this guy's overrated. And he just finds a way to win these types of games and um, you're not going to get too many options to get him in this type of range.
3: We took him in the Super Bowl puzzle all over Tampa Bay. I'm just picking my spot against him. Like the guy, I know he's Illuminati. Like Tom Brady, he knows where the bodies are buried. There's something going on with this guy where (laughs) everything in life works out for him, and it's actually disgusting when you're a regular human being, but you got to give him credit too. It's like Tom Brady, it's his world, we're living in it, but this is the week, guys. I really think uh, the Rams uh, find a way to get it done and win this football game.
2: All right. I actually like two plays from that game. And I, th- and maybe it's just something I've noticed uh, when you look at like pass over expectation, Rob, versus the Bucks. Like Atlanta, I mean, week one, Dallas was like, hey, we're just going to throw. But that's all Atlanta did last week too. They're like, we're not even going to try to run on this front. So Stafford over 40 and a half passing attempts seems pretty juicy to me because I feel like McVeigh is going to wise up enough with either a banged up Daryl Henderson or Sonny Michelle to be like, fuck it, let's just let's just pass the entire time that should sound pretty good to us so i like that one and then mike evans under 64 and a half receiving yards this feels like a big chris godwin game feels like a big rob gronkowski game scotty miller whoever is going to be filling in for antonio brown like put ramsey on evans throw it to the rest of the field i think that's where i like this game the most
1: i think if you look back to last year when they played i think it was a monday night football game that was kind of the rams key to success they were just they basically came out passing and they didn't stop for most of the game. Uh, and that worked to their advantage. Now, the Bucks' offense was very different at that time. That was before the bye week. And they were running like this vertical offense that just didn't really suit their personnel. And then they went into that bye week. And then since that bye week, they've been averaging like 36 points per game or something like that so they've completely changed the offense but I agree with that in terms of what the Rams game plan will be McVay's no dummy either McVay's not going to come out and just start running the ball into the best run defense in the league I think we're going to see a lot of teams attack Tampa Bay in a similar format this year Uh, and I would agree with that in terms of um, of the way that the Rams come out and play this game they I think
2: they're going to be passing early and often. Now that we can get out and travel and take vacations, we want to celebrate some of our favorite times by turning our new memories into art. Get a professional hand-painted portrait created from any photo at truly affordable prices or combine photos of people or places you love into one painting. It's fast and you can receive your portrait in as little to 2 weeks. If you want to give a truly meaningful gift, you've got to try paintyourlife.com. Send any picture of yourself, your children, family a special place someone you love who isn't around anymore a cherished pet even an action shot of you or your children playing your favorite sport it makes a perfect birthday anniversary or wedding gift it's meaningful it's personal and it can be cherished forever I got my stuff, it showed up, and my wife instantly put it up on the wall. It was pretty awesome, and I wasn't expecting it to be as good as it was, and we got it. I was like, oh, crap. Like This, this actually is something we can put on the wall. So, paintyourlife.com is where you want to be. And at paintyourlife.com, there's no risk. If you don't love the final painting, your money is refunded, guaranteed. And right now, for a limited time offer, get 20% off your painting. That's right. 20% off and free shipping. To get this special offer, text the word MAYO, M-A-Y-O, to 64000. That's MAYO to 64000. Text MAYO to 64000. That's 64000. Text that. Paint your life. Celebrate the moments that matter most. Terms apply. Available at paintyourlife.com slash terms. Again, text MAYO to 64000. All right, well, let's stick with you, Pizola. Silver pick of the week. You're zero two, like me on these silver picks.
1: Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't hate if it was zero three because I'm betting against my favorite team here. But I oh, like the I'm Eagles s- on that, that. That's also the my that's,
2: that's my silver pick too. Wow. So we're
1: gonna so we're gonna we either have to reverse the trend here with these silver picks, Pat, <laughs> or uh, it's gonna continue for both of us. But uh, yeah, I mean, listen, I think the ca- way the Cowboys won last week is not conducive to them being a great team going forwards because I would much rather them play like they did against Tampa in week one where they're throwing the ball all over the field using their weapons rather than just relying on the run and time of possession to try to win games now the Eagles lose Brandon Graham that's big for them on the defensive line but they still have a very good defensive line that I think is not just gonna get completely obliterated like the Chargers D-line did last week. The Cowboys aren't gonna be able to run all over them. At least I don't think that they're going to be. And historically speaking, this Dallas defense struggles mightily against quarterbacks that are mobile. Uh now, granted, a lot of the quarterbacks that are mobile in the league are pretty good, like Kyler Murray and Russ Wilson, but these are the type of guys that tend to torch the Cowboys defense. And I just look at Dallas, they didn't force a punt last week. I just still don't even know how they won the game last week, but the chargers didn't punt. Herbert made a horrible uh, decision in the red zone through an interception. I don't even see, think there was a chargers receiver within 10 yards of that play, but they can't get off the field and yeah, sure. They're going to get Randy Gregory back, but the personnel there is just not great overall. And uh, I don't see much separating these two teams right now. I'm definitely not downgrading the Eagles for their loss to the 49ers last week, because They got extremely unlucky, deserved to win that game, dominated the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. Uh, So I think three and a half is a bit of a bargain here. I I like the Eagles to keep it close, maybe win outright on Monday Night Football.
2: Yeah, I don't mind the money line on this one too. And I think you kind of hit on it with the different types of playmakers that the Eagles have, that this is the perfect team to give them fits because they're so fast on offense. And the two teams that they've played so far that they've been able to kind of keep up with, I mean, keep up with being one thing, I, I really... You can't just count on Herbert throwing red zone picks the entire time, but right. you wouldn't qualify really the Chargers or the Bucks as fast teams like they're good teams they have highly skilled Mm -hmm. players but they're not beating you with your speed that's what philly strikes me as they're gonna pose some problems for these defense that just aren't used to seeing guys just flash all over the field a lot like you said like the cardinals do to teams where it's like oh my god like hopkins is like the slowest guy on their team so that becomes a difficult situation so i'm with you i bet it at plus four earlier in the week Uh, i'll probably take it again at plus three and a half and i'll probably go money line cam silver pick
3: I got to tell you guys, it's hard to narrow it down because I like so many losers this week. Like teams that suck, suck ass. Like all the worst teams in the league and all of them are probably going to make my card. I don't know what to do. Do I do it? You know what? I am going to do it. I'm going to make the Jacksonville Jaguars plus seven and a half by silver pick everybody's talking, ooh, Kyler Murray in Arizona. Really? Did you have fun last week with Minnesota? Lucky to win that game. And Minnesota, by the way, can you get a field goal kicker in a big situation? Every single time. This has been going on for a decade. They can't hit big kicks. I know. Trevor Lawrence is bad. The Jaguars are bad. This is just a spot pick. This is simply about a spot pick. Chandler Jones won't be the same defensively on the road, I think. This is a game where the Jacksonville's going to lull these guys to sleep and maybe lose by three to six points. I'm getting seven and a half here. <laughs> Give me! They turn from little timid house cats into real jaguars with teeth and take a bite out of the bird and the bird's dead. Well, maybe the bird lives, but he doesn't uh, cover the spread. Let's put it that way. He's having problems flying with a broken with a broken wing. Give me the Jaguars.
2: I feel the same way you do about this being a bad spot for the Cardinals. There's no way I'm investing a cent into this game. It's not happening.
3: Well, it's that or like Pat other games. I like the Lions plus eight there. I don't know what to do there. I like the the Saints. I don't want to give away all the picks. Like like I'm looking at every single dog on the board this week, and that is a very very scary thing. But I'm going to put uh, Jacksonville in the two hole. Rob of my I nuts. I, I
1: listen. I I don't think you're nuts. I will say the first thing I I did this week was I looked at the board and I across through the new york jets and the jacksonville jaguars those are teams that i just don't want to bet with my money now but but i don't disagree with what you're saying Cam. like you talk about the spot arizona plays the rams next week big game for them so this is kind of one of those where like let's get the win let's get out healthy type of thing similar to what we saw i guess in college football the week before um florida played alabama i can't remember who they were playing was like usf or something like that and they pulled all their starters in the second half i don't think the cardinals are going to do that per se but this is an inflated price because the Jags have been so bad. And you look at historically speaking, the teams that are most valuable in week three and week four of the NFL are teams that looked really bad in the first couple of weeks. Cause obviously no one wants to go near them. So you get these inflated type of prices and you do have to hold your nose, but if you can make the bet, historically speaking, these have been value bets. The Jags just feel very different to me because urban Meyer is a clown. He is is an absolute clown And like the commentary last at the end of last week's game where he told Vic Fangio that the in the NFL, it's like we're playing Alabama every week. I can't imagine a a, a head coach saying that like it's it's unfathomable to me that someone said that at the end of a game so. For those reasons, like, I don't love the Jags in general. I hate the Jags O-line. I don't know how it holds up against Wadden Jones personally, but who knows? I mean, it's the NFL. We see all sorts of crazy things happen. This is a very long-winded way for me to say that there are a million reasons that I don't want to bet the Jags, but if I had to pick the game, I think that they're the right side.
2: There you go, Cam.
3: Hey, that uh, sounds like an endorsement to me.
2: Yeah, to two guys <laughs> who agree with you but don't actually want to put any money on
3: exactly. Game. Yeah, so so you guys aren't betting on Arizona. That's that's <laughs> good enough for me.
2: All right. Uh, so, Kale, okay, I did want you uh, to hit on. Uh, are you big on stealing shampoo bottles from hotel rooms?
3: Uh, yeah. If it's good, if, the thing is, you got to really be careful what you take. Right. Like, if I go. Now I'm spending, like, when I go to Vegas, I load up, but I look I look for quality. Like, if they have a, a shampoo that's made by Head & Shoulders or Pantene or a name brand, sure. Like, I'll, I'll put some in the old travel kit and, you know. Uh, yeah, those are things that I take. I used to work at companies before, and, you know, the cost of living's gone up. I haven't got a raise. If there's things that I need, I need. Like, I used to st- take, as pathetic as this sounds, I would take Honey when they had honey packs from work, love it. Honey's a very expensive, expensive product. You go to the store, I go to my halal market, a big thing of honey is like 13.99 now, that's significant. Batteries are another thing. If you can get them free from work, love it. 14.99 for batteries, you gotta steal really good stuff. The low grade stuff that I steal is sugar. I used to take sugar packs, very convenient sometimes when you want sugar on the run. And I do like sugar, hence I'm on the borderline of getting diabetes, but sugar is something that I really have a problem getting out of my diet. I've tried uh, aspartame drinks, and I think they're even worse. One causes cancer, and sugar's going to get you diabetes. I'll, I'll, I'll take diabetes uh, on the money line, please. <laughs> so that's what we're going to do. And uh, yeah, Pat, I do take things from work. I'm not going to lie: um, notepads, pens, battery. If you can get batteries, that's a high end uh, move right there. And I got to be honest with you: and cost of living raise never got one. So if you're going to let me into the room, and uh, you know I need some pens and some stationery, and there's some batteries lying around. Yeah, they're in my pocket.
2: Yeah, but you're not taking like you wouldn't take it to take like if it was shit shampoo, you're not taking it from a hotel. Oh no no
3: no no like yeah like I heard your thing with Cuss, This guy's taking stuff from the push stuff at gyms like that stuff's like eighty eight cent suave like it's the stuff you see at the dollar store. It'll probably like remove your hair. No, I will take a quality product. If they had like full bars of like Coast or Irish Spring or Do- you know what I mean Dove for men, that stuff is loaded into my bag like. <laughs> get the lock on it let's get out of here but hey no if you're bringing bottles for push brand like shampoos and conditioners at at a gym you got more problems than i do and very few people have more problems than me as pozola knows
1: do we actually consider this stealing though like when the hotel puts it out there like don't think he's
3: bringing expect- bottles in that's good the stealing if you what are you yeah. gonna do like yeah the, the thing is if you're bringing in your own equipment for a job that's i agree stealing.
1: that's 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 bottom of the barrel right there. If if you're bringing your own outside equipment, yeah, that's what
3: I'm saying. Like if you're bringing in bottles from like a like like filling up like old mayonnaise and like pickle jars, and hey, I got some shampoo in there. Who, who the hell knows? Cuss probably takes out the bix relish. He's cleans it all out, and then he's he's putting in soaps. Like that's that's even sicker than me
1: if I go to a nice hotel and there's a, like a bar of soap that I didn't use, yes. bring it back with me.
3: Of course you are. Who like, wouldn't? Like that's, that, we paid and, for the hotel. I'll take towels. Right. You, you want to leave me a robe? I'm there. But the problem is they'll get you for that robe. I've tried so many, especially when you go, I'm like, Oh, that's so soft on my skin. Did I tell you, Rob, I got one robe uh, from Mike Commodore. I used to play for the Carolina hurricanes, big red. Cause he's a ginger. Yeah. Like, I wear that thing like that special occasions, like when I'm whipping out the cognac and you want to feel comfortable after a nice uh, shower with candles, listening to some Day and I need to relax, you know, light one up, smoke one, put that robe on. But Pat, yeah, they're really, uh, I remember I stole a robe from a place and they actually sent me a bill for it. I think it was Casino-Rama.
1: Well, Cam sounds like one of those guys that commits a crime where first it starts like something very very small, and then like eventually over time it gets to murder. And he's like, I don't know how it got here. I don't know how it ended uh, here. I ended up. I it,
3: could it, never kill a person. Pizzou. I'm not I saying you're know, It's
1: it's a comparison from <laughs> of originally taking soaps to eventually trying to steal a robe from a hotel room. You're right.
3: Like you're right. My 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 move is escalating from sugar <laughs> packs and honey packs to robes. I get it. But hey. I'm not cussed. I don't bring in my own equipment to steal 49 cent shampoo or whatever the hell he's taking.
2: Yeah, listen, sometimes you're Bobby De Niro and heat and sometimes you're cussed. eh? You got to have your equipment. You got to have your system. You got to have your team. That's just the way it's going to work. But it's not that I wouldn't take, like you said, like a really nice bar of soap, whatever it is, especially if I've cracked it open and just throw it in my travel kit. I'm good to go. One, I like the stuff that I like. So I bring it with me. Two, there is no regard for quality with any of this stuff. And it was revealed by our friends, like through a text thread after they listen to this, that Cust will take everything in the room and then dump it into his suitcase if he's staying multiple nights and be like, oh yeah, I used it all already. And then he'll take it and dump it back in again. I don't know where he gets this much suitcase space to begin with, but he is just like cleaning this place out. And no, it's not stealing per se, but that just seems wrong to me, especially when it's not good stuff. I agree. It's not in the essence of the
1: transaction uh, that... that- Like when you get a hotel, they're providing you with what you're going to need. And if you're all of a sudden taking that and claiming that you need more, it's not really in the spirit of that transaction with the hotel. If
3: I'm paying 349 US a night to stay in a hotel and there's a silk sheet there, well, it might be going in my bag on the way home. I'm I'm sorry. Like, (laughs) what's the value I'm getting for, for a room? I might as well just sleep at a Motel 6 for 89. That's part of the deal. When you spend the money, you get the good stuff. Yeah, they got good stuff.
2: Yeah, but most people who spend the $350 a night on the hotel room can afford the silk sheet too. (laughs)
3: That's the thing. I don't want to spend money on everything. Do you like going to the store and spending $15 on battery? I told you, every time I buy honey, I think my blood pressure spikes. I'm like, how the hell is this jar of honey? Like close to 20 bucks. And I like honey. I'm trying to put it in like tea and other things like that. It's a better sweetener than uh, the 99 cent bag of crap sugar, right? So these are the these are the things, Pat. Like I'm telling you, like, you gotta look. And what is work doing, right? Batter anyway, I do other things too. Pazole. you're right. I'm a complete dirtbag. I switch fifty percent off stickers in the grocery store sometimes, but I don't do it for I don't do it. You no, know what I don't do it for like chicken thighs and, and drumettes that I'm getting for one ninety nine a pound. I do it for a super roast. You know the ones that cost like ninety bucks. Yeah, now I get forty five dollars tenderloin on me. I it there, chief. Wow. I mean, I ne- oh oh Yeah. So you guys are perfect. You're telling me you've never like switched a sticker or <laughs> done anything bad in your oh, life. No. I've done horrible
1: things. I, I <laughs> yeah. used to be a cashier at retail stores. Yes. I mean, so, oh, you're you a quiet thing.
3: thief. Like yeah. I, I come out and admit my crime. You're just a better criminal than me. You don't tell anybody your secrets. And right now I'm in interrogation. and I'm going to be locked up and you guys might not bail me out.
1: We'll bail I mean, you out, Cam. I bail you out, but like you, you just don't have much of a defense now that you've aired this all in a public forum. Yes, like we can't, yes. we can't come in and say, "Oh, Cam's innocent; he didn't know what he was doing." And was another an thing, and another
3: like, thing is one more quick thing on those scanners for the now food thing when you can't go to the cashier. It's a pain in the ass when you're doing bananas and oranges. Oh, the code of the sticker. Not all of them have. So you know what? If I can't figure it out in the first one minute, it's just going in the damn thing. <laughs> I'll give it an attempt. And if it doesn't work, because your system stinks or oh, pears. Code 914. Like whatever, just who cares? They're a dollar eighty-eight. They're coming in the bag. And you know I'm buying a, a big piece of meat anyway. So back off
1: you're definitely ringing in the the bartlett pair code instead of the (laughs) bosk pair code whatever you're (laughs) up there right what's the cheapest pair i can
3: find like Pizzola, they do they have that like Macintosh, royal gala granny smith i'm like oh okay and the kid put the wrong he's smoking joint, he put the wrong sticker on the fruit like i'm not spending 10 minutes to work out what i got to do because those self things are supposed to make it easier not more difficult I think you guys would agree with me on that one.
2: I do. Yeah. I, 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 used to, well, I used to work at a grocery store as well, so I actually still know all the codes, so it's super fast when I roll through it. Like, you, yeah. need, you need a green pepper, you got some quick 4065 into your system. You need a hothouse tomato, you get a 4799. And oh, just, just okay. fly through the entire thing. so well, it's, I've
3: never been to Mayo's grocery store where everything is efficient and, and, and run clean. You well,
2: know? It's, well it's, it's not. You would actually have to know what the code, you would have to have the codes memorized oh. for each of the pieces of fruit and vegetables, which,
3: i don't feel like doing that
2: well no, most people who never worked in a produce department would never <laughs> do that you just get used to it over time so i love those yeah. ones the, the move is like and they got rid of bulk candy i'm pretty sure for this reason was just load up on the bulk candy and be like oh yeah it's the cheapest shit that you got going and just punch that exactly like, yeah,
3: yeah easy that uh, yeah that's a move that's how that's what how it starts right pozola with the bulk candy and we've escalated to batteries and as you said murder which is not true.
1: I mean, I was, I uh, there's was making, a lot of people was, I'd like
3: to hurt, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I could never kill a person even if say. Actually I could, I could kill a person <laughs> if they hurt a good friend of mine, a parent or anybody else. Like like if some guy like gave Mayo a two by four on the head and knocked them unconscious and he became in a coma. Yeah. I, c- I could do some damage to a person. Why not?
2: So you would be, okay. you, be there. You'd have a hit on hacksaw Jim Duggan. You did. <laughs>
3: Oh! <laughs> oh, yes! I need to <laughs> have a hit.
2: What a I'm what a gimmick that was with the two by four. So oh, he hated
3: he, hate, he hated it too. Like apparently he went to Vince and go like I'm the stooge of the <laughs> WWF right now. Like can you please make me not go home and carry this stupid? Actually, wood's very expensive now. If you could steal wood. That's something that you'd get your hands on. My brother and me had a big talk at Home Depot. He's like, "To see this little guy's log here? It's worth like 20 bucks. I go, 20 bucks? Those things say like the cost of wood is through the roof.
1: Yeah, there's a lumber shortage right now. That's part of the reason <laughs> that housing prices, new housing prices have got up so much because of uh, lumber shortage. But, yeah, exactly. I mean, that, that is, Cam does bring up a good point. If you're going to steal something, lumber is not a bad idea right now. Thank you. It's tough. It's tough I have to transfer stolen.
3: Though. It is. It is. No, nah, you just get a big car. There's ways you could do it. Anyway, I have not stolen lumber. All the other things I admitted with the batteries and all the other stuff, the sweat stickers and fruits. Yeah. But I've not stolen wood, but it seems well, you, like it's a logical next step for me. But
1: you've thought about it because you've already said there's ways that you can do it. Yeah. So there's a, you've at least I have thought it about project. it, but
3: I don't have a project. Like if I need a project with wood, yeah. Like it's going to be a goal for sure. Yeah.
2: Pizzolo, what's the book where the guy starts with a paperclip and he ends up with like an airplane? I don't know. Book? The book? It, it, I don't it, read it, it's, uh, Maybe it's just some sort of internet meme, but he starts with a paperclip and he barters the paperclip for something else and he just trades oh, his yeah. way up and he ends like up with this like this a guy. jet or something like that. That might be what you're doing with crime. It 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 was a it was
1: one of the episodes in The Office, right? They were referencing that book in like the first season as well, where I think they're they're trying to trade their way up. To, yeah, I don't know what the book. See, can, is
3: called. Pat, can you believe this guy from like t- not knowing codes on fruit to talking about murder? Sorry, Pizzola, you took a you took it way too far there. I, I, first I, of, that's a, you're you're accusing me of homicide. I don't no, like. No,
1: I wasn't. If we rewind the tape, oh, okay. I was drawing a simple comparison to how. You, ev- you eventually see like these murderers who started off with these very small crimes. No, no, they
3: do. They and burn they get cats decent- they get and they, decent- they do stuff like that. And I don't, so I'm never going to be a murderer. I don't dissect animals. I don't do those type of things. I don't I start don't- fires. I-, I think it's more
1: likely problem. that they started with like shoplifting or something than burning cats. Like I understand there's some sick people out there that do bad things to animals. Yes. But I, I think most of the murderers Probably started with some sort of nonviolent crime that was something yeah. small. They got away with it, and then they started to push the envelope and push the limits and see what they could get away with. And that's the comparison yeah. I was drawing. Well, I'll tell you there. one thing. Not, if some guy burned my dog,
3: misery. if some guy burned my dog, he's getting a knife in his neck. You don't touch animals, and you're the same way. You're an animal lover. You I don't mean- touch animals.
1: I don't, I agree. They don't touch animals. I, I'm not, pro, I'm probably not putting knives in people's necks or anything. Oh, what like would some, you do if some guy you know, obviously you
3: know, like stole your animal and burned it? RCMP,
1: you know, Ontario I don't think Police, I want to call OPP, the cops. I, mean, I watch not,
3: murder but, mysteries. They never solve anything. It's a bunch of bumbling stooges that sit at the table. And it usually takes a, a tip from some guy 10 to 15 years later. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I like broke up with my girlfriend. I told you she, one night she, we were drunk and she told me that she actually like stabbed the guy in his sleep. Oh, okay. Thanks. I'll be you honest Did they ever solve a crime? This is an elementary. There's no Sherlock Holmes here.
1: I I don't, I get so tilted by those shows. Like those shows drive me crazy because it makes, like, it makes me want to be a, t- I would be such you a know, actually detective. You
3: know what, Pizzola, I'll give you credit. You'd be a great detective. He'd I a, would be such uh, a Attention good to detail. Like, honestly, no, 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 if I had a homicide and I went to the department and you were there instead of some turkey, I'd go, you know what? I think this guy in the glasses, Rob Pizzola, actually has a, a success rate of like, I think you could like, What what's a good success rate for, for like, I don't even know. I don't, I don't know. I, I, anyway, I, you could close the case. Yeah. That's another thing. I'm watching the show, Lieutenant Joe Kenda. The guy looks like a pear with a hairpiece, and he's telling me he solves 82% of crimes in Colorado, dude. I, I'm watching this guy brag. I'm watching him brag. And every single time you did not solve the case. Some guy gave you a tip. So exactly. you're not a good detective. Some guy called you and helped you. If you actually use the evidence, worked it out and came up with a conclusion and said we found the body in the chimney i would give you some respect but i
1: can't half these guys can't even secure the crime scene properly yeah they show exactly. up they just That's let right. everybody <laughs> trample yeah. all over hey the
3: party place. time too much ma- yeah the tape's up too many footprints oh tainted evidence and anyway seems- by the way pat you know i watch this stuff they plant evidence on people all the time <laughs> give me a break
2: how about we do some bronze picks?
3: <laughs> oh my god, okay sir. I got off track. There,
2: no, but, that, that, that's- <laughs> uh,
3: I got I got a lot of issues with uh with some people in the community. Like these guys are talking like they're bragging about being homicide detectives. Show me a case that you actually solved through evidence and I'll give you I'll, I'll write you a letter and say you're amazing. But it never happens. You get tips. Next pick. Let's go bronze. You, you guys you, want to start this thing or Yeah, you yeah, I, you I need
2: you, a break. you you no. You don't need a break. I mean, they they're giving other people people are giving them tips. You give the people a tip. What's a bronze pick?
3: Oh, a bronze pick. Okay, Pat, I don't know. Oh, man, I really feel bad. Like last week, I felt so good about things. At the hook, I got to take the Washington Redskins plus a seven and a half against Buffalo. I don't the like Washington the
1: wa- football team. Football oh, yeah, team. Sorry, I can't
3: believe I did that. Sorry, uh, sorry, okay. sorry. I, mean, that's I didn't how you mean it by any to distance. You're a
1: murderer. Just <laughs> just take all these steps, you get worse and worse as a person, and then you murder at the end.
3: <laughs> no, the best is, too, Pizzola, when I lived up north, there was like, oh, the native community is really offended by this. These are the guys wearing Chicago Blackhawks and Atlanta Braves jerseys. I'm not going
1: to comment. No, I will comment comment.
3: because I've lived there and seen it. So you know what? Everybody relax. I get it. The names are offensive and Chief Wahoo's offensive. But changing it to the Cleveland Guardians, I think we could have done better than the Guardians. Washington football team, plus seven and a half. Yes, yes, yes. I love the Buffalo Bills, but to win this game, but it's asking a lot. I think the defense of Washington can keep these guys in the game and the Bills will squeak out a win. I'm not really confident they're going to blow anybody away. Pat, there's so many games. Like I was looking at the Lions I like and so many other underdogs, but I'm going with this one and hopefully it works out. Give me the Washington
2: football team they, they were on my short list too they opened it nine or plus nine nine i know on, on seven on and, and a half now <sighs> sunday night and it's down to seven in some spots and it goes back up to seven and a half i don't know if i can pull the trigger on them because there is the potential that the bills defense is really good and washington's defense is secret bad and they just don't score any points which really worries me pizzola yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like Washington. Uh, I, I, we,
1: we were all in the Bills last week, right? So
2: this is yes, kind we of were. like a, a 180
1: for me and Cam a, a, at the very least. Um, the, that was like the most unconvincing 35 nothing win you're ever going to see in your life. I agree. Which with is that. like really weird to say because it was a 35-point win, but Miami just stalled on every drive they got into Buffalo territory.
3: Uh, also, I, the turnovers, Cazola on the punt that led to the like, It was just a disaster by Miami. When Tua went down, they just fell apart.
1: I agree. I'm, I'm legitimately concerned about the Bills this year because I, I think we had a lot of talk going into the season about how Josh Allen uh, like kind of came out of nowhere last year, put it all together. He's regressing right now. And I don't know if it's just two weeks, but the guy doesn't look good. He is very inaccurate at this point in the year. Hasn't really played in horrible w- weather conditions either, so there's no excuses. The offense just doesn't look the same. Defensively, yes, a lot of people are talking them up right now, but I think we got to pump the brakes a little bit because... They've played Ben Roethlisberger behind arguably the worst O-line in the league, and they've played a mix of Tua and Jacoby Brissett, and I just don't think that we can learn anything about the defense through those first two games. Uh, For me, this is just too much with the state of Buffalo right now, and they could obviously just like morph into last year's team and win this game by three touchdowns, and it wouldn't surprise me, but based off what I've seen so far, uh, I think the Bills potentially might have
2: more issues than we realize. So Washington plus seven and a half for Cam. Rob, I got it narrowed down to, they were actually on the short list. So I had Washington plus seven and a half. I like Atlanta plus three against the Giants because I just don't, I don't think Atlanta- So do I. I, I don't think the Giants are good. I don't think Atlanta's good. So it's just one of those spots where I take the points. If I had any guts, I would take the Bengals against the Steelers. But
3: I like the Bengals too.
2: I don't have that here. So, so I, I have three props for you. I, I gave you two already. One was the Mike Evans under 64 and a half receiving yards. Matt Stafford over 40 and a half passing attempts. But I looked at that Baltimore-Detroit game because I guess the narrative is, and it's kind of proven itself out over the past three years, under Lamar Jackson, the Ravens just dummy these bad teams and just put up like 50 points against them. But I think that they're going to try to limit the amount of times that Lamar runs in this game coming off the emotional game. Uh, you know, He gets the stomach flu. They're talking about he hurt himself flipping into the end zone. I think that Tyson Williams rushing prop is too low. It's 56 and a half rushing yards. He's very clearly their lead guy. And I just don't think that the Lions defense is going to hold up. And we know that the Ravens are so committed to running the ball that I think that's what I'm going to go with. Tyson Williams over 56 and a half rushing yards. What do you think?
1: I like that personally. I mean, again, I'm not a big props guy, but from a logic perspective, it makes total sense to me. You look at what the Ravens did in week one against an inferior Raiders team and defense, and it was a very vanilla game plan for them. It was like, you know, we're going to kind of save everything we have for the Chiefs next week. And I think they kind of used all that they had against the Chiefs last week. I wouldn't be surprised If they go back to the running game here, just hand the ball off quite a bit, um, more conservative game plan against the Lions. I think that makes a lot of logical sense to me, especially in a game where they are an eight-point favorite. The market is expecting them to be leading for the majority of the game here. Um, Easily can see that and actually... I like that quite a bit because I just don't see the competition in the backfield there for the Ravens right now either.
2: And uh, depending on where you shop around, you can find it at minus 115 or as low as minus 105 in some spots. People are shading the under versus the over. I like the over. Pizzola, silver pair, bronze pick. You're 2-0 and on these yes
1: i am i completely whiffed on a total last week like not even close i'm going to go with another total this week i know i know cam doesn't love the totals in general well, but i, this... I
3: play i just not as much I, I i bet a few totals a week just all sides
1: the nfl is averaging about 48 and a half points per game this year the total in the saints and patriots right now is 42 and a half or 43 that's almost a touchdown lower than what an average total in the nfl is this year and if we are going with low totals in the nfl i think you either have to have a really bad offense or a really good defense maybe an elite defense and i just really don't see the case here i think both these offenses are very average i think the patriots defense is largely overrated right now just based off the quality of competition that they faced which was tua and zach wilson The saints defense Is not great with the injuries that they've piled up on the defensive line. So I'm just looking at this total. I think it's low personally, 42 and a half, 43 points. These aren't not teams that are going to light the world on fire, but they're also not teams that are going to struggle immensely on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, So I like the over quite a bit in this spot. I think you like the Saints.
3: You like the Saints, Pizzola? I think it's uh, a nice bounce back spot. Everyone's like, Winston was so bad. Great the first week, bad, maybe good. Like. Would you take the points? I, I I like the Saints.
1: I like the Saints as well. I don't okay. think the Patriots are a team that I'm typically going to be laying points with this season uh, f- for a lot of reasons. I mean, l- look at week one, even when they close three, three and a half point favorite against Miami, their struggle to put them away just in general. So I do like the Saints. There's There's not much separating the Saints and Patriots, right? Like we could say that they're fairly even teams. There's no more three for home field advantage in the NFL, so I don't know where we're kind of getting to this number. So, yes, I do agree, Cam. In this game on the side, I like the Saints as well. Cool. The,
2: the only thing that I bet from the Saints, it's already 2-0, and it's a bet I make every week, is Jameis over rushing. This week, it's 13 and a half, so over Jameis rushing prop that he gets. To, he averages like 20 yards rushing a week. It, it's kind of crazy that they always set it this low.
1: I actually think that that's really interesting this week because kind of the MO for Belichick has always been – let's take away the best weapon on the other team, right? And I think there's going to be a couple guys covering Kamara out of the backfield, and that's going to lead to Jameis having to tuck the ball and run a little bit more. So Mm -hmm. I think this week especially, I like that more than previous weeks, Pat.
2: Yeah, but he just gets it. Like, for whatever reason, people... I think it's just because it's Jameis and no one ever thinks of him as a running quarterback, and he has no designed runs, but shit breaks down with Jameis all the time. He just takes off, and he doesn't ever really take off for like two yards at a time. He's just a chunk runner because no one is in front of him.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I have no arguments against that. I I mean, I think logically people think of Jameis and they, they see a pocket passer. He's a little bit more agile and mobile that people give him credit for. And I agree with you. There's a lot of times where opposing teams are going to play man against the Saints. They turn their backs away from the quarterback, and he's got nothing. He's got 15, 20 yards in that one carry.
2: All right. Let's recap the picks. Gold picks for us. I'm going with Seattle minus one and a half. Rob's got Chicago plus seven and a half. And the Rams plus one and a half for Cam. Silver picks, Rob and I both have Philly plus three and a half. Jacksonville plus seven and a half for Cam. Whoa, that's a scary one, Cam. (laughs) Watch out for those Arizona Teasers this week, I guess, is what we're saying. And then the bronze picks, you got I got Tyson Williams over. 56 and a half rushing yards, New England and new Orleans over 42 and a half for Rob and the Washington footballs plus seven and a half for cam. We good to go on that one.
3: Excellent. Yeah, no, I, I like the saints too. Like there's a lot of other uh, dogs that almost make the one quick question. Sorry. Oh my God, Pat, you wouldn't believe it. my, my, my background, old one, almost fell on top of my head in the show, and it's really heavy, so you would have had some nice materials. It's like it probably would have knocked me off my chair. It is hanging on by a thread right now. I will deal with that situation like it's on an angle and just ready to go, go right through my melon. Um, Miami-Vegas, is this game too easy? Just one quick one. Who, who do we like here? We, he all, says, we, we, all we?
2: Took, we all took Miami on the show. Miami's like, going to win the game.
3: I like Miami. See, why did we put that as a gold pick then? I like Miami. I, there, I
1: think it's off the board right now. To be oh, honest, is it? I don't. I don't know that. I yeah. I, I think there's like the. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It might be on the. Regardless, I agree. Miami. Like If if we were if we like what what's the next natural you know you got gold silver bronze is there something we can throw in at the bottom like a copper tin pick tin copper you know, or so tin aluminum something yeah. like that it would be it would be there for sure tungsten.
3: Tungsten. tungsten yeah that's a good one Graphite. i like the tungsten pick pat we gotta have an extra one every week like for the stuff that doesn't make the real minerals tungsten or you can come up with a quality mineral
1: i mean we could just go through the periodic table and find something right i mean there's yeah. a lot of options i agree we could, we could open it up to the youtube viewers who are maybe want to throw Co- in copper their, you know, that's yeah. it. let's get yeah. some they're all
3: they're all making sense aluminum yeah they're
1: they're all making the Ra- The Raiders got to be the most overrated team in the NFL, right? Like I agree. They, they, they play the Ravens in week one, where all the Ravens cornerbacks are like Ravens lose Marcus Peters. Jimmy Smith didn't play Marlon Humphrey gets hurt in the game. Then they play the Steelers week Two, Joe Hayden and Devin Bush are announced out before the game starts. And then the Steelers lost their entire defensive line in the game. Like they didn't finish with a starting defensive lineman playing in that game. So the Raiders, to me, have just benefited from a lot of luck. They're still like a bottom five team, in my opinion, on paper. And then I watched Keyshawn Johnson this week talking about how Derek Carr is a top five quarterback (laughs) in the league. And that's when you know it's time to fade. Like this is the we've we've reached peak level for Las Vegas this year. I imagine going. Imagine prior to Week One saying we are going to get the Dolphins as like a four-point underdog against the, Raven, the Raiders in week three, and there's really not going to be many material changes with the teams. It's, it's an absurd number.
2: Uh, I think if you're going to take the Dolphins, which I just did as we were talking, Dolphins in the under of 44.
1: Completely agree. Yeah. I think they're correlated as well. Um, yeah, I like that. Um, I'm, I'm on both this week as All right. well
2: follow rob at rob pozola on twitter and check him out at betstamp.app cam stewart live on twitter find him on sports grid cam i'm gonna let you get out of here before that thing comes down and falls on your melon
3: yeah no pat always a pleasure yeah i gotta help uh, my parents move uh, to a retirement facility today so yeah i was really hoping to just crush some steam whistles and have a very relaxing friday but hey i enjoy doing the show with you guys because i know after this my day is just gonna get worse
1: all uh, right man i mean oh. I mean, I don't know what to say to that. It's kind of sounds a little depressing, but at least you have a good heart, Cam. No, I, 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 I said
3: thank you for cheering me up. I was in a bad mood uh, today. So. I
1: know, but like now now I feel like the show is ending and you're going to go on to, have, you got to move today. Like I'm just sad. I,
3: I want to go golfing with Pat and hit the blackjack table. That's all I want to do.
2: Right, we'll, get, we'll, get the blackjack we'll get you table out today. We'll, or? I, I'm not, but we'll get you out here soon <laughs> enough, Cam. <laughs>
3: Yeah, we will. We, you're right. Yeah. I just, I'm, I'm just, Pat, it's crazy. I can't drive over the border, but you can fly. My routine, like every month was going to Seneca Niagara. We, me and my girlfriend would go for a couple nights. We played some blackjack and then, you know, we'd bring back some vodkas in the trunk. And then we it, it was a very successful trip, but uh, it's not happening. And it's very frustrating. You, you can drive over the border for essential business, right? Yeah. essential. What is essential business? Playing blackjack and hoarding vodka yeah. at $20 a bottle well, when it's 64 it, here.
1: If you get your lawyer to write a, a, a letter saying you're a professional better, you're a professional gambler, and you're reliant on this income to live, and you need to go to, to Seneca, Niagara, wherever you're, you're, you're betting, Yes, I mean, you at least have somewhat of a case. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, got, I got the gears from the border officers last time I went. I was actually going on essential business.
3: But, oh yeah. Uh, uh, Pat, did I tell you the show I'm doing with camera Two, drew? They sent them back from the border. They're doing some story in the States, in the NHL. See ya get back. And they had a letter from like the bosses and stuff. They said, we don't care about your letter. Beat it. You're staying in Canada.
1: The, the border officer that sent me back was like, he was like one of those MLB umpires. That's yeah. just like overexcited. He's just like, uh, yeah, see that road down there, head back down, make a left <laughs> back into Canada.
3: He up. Yeah, he's Joe West. Yeah, he's, he, he's your guy. He he's like, your had guy. to show me up in front of all his, his, yeah.
1: all these guys that were around and watching. Yeah, like, huh? I'm like, buddy, what do you want to see? Yeah, exactly. like, he's like, I'm like, I have everything documented here. He's like, is this a joke? You, do, on your phone? Digital copies? Come back to me with papers. I'm like, buddy, this is 2021. Like, this is how we operate nowadays. I went back to Canada. I printed off a bunch of papers. Not, I don't even know if it was what I needed. I came back and they... To the border and they let me in. Oh,
2: Less nice.
3: In Lesson Interesting. In. Interesting.
2: All right. Yeah. That will do it. Excellent. Pat, Pat Mayo Experience. Smash the like on the way out. Hit the comment section. Remember to subscribe to Mayo Media Network on YouTube and download the Pat Mayo Experience podcast. I will be back on fantasy football picks and bets on Saturday with a full fantasy football injury report and updated lines and DraftKings plays along with it. Thank you all for watching. I'll see you next time.
4: Mayo Experience